And now for your update with Pine City Mayor Carl Peterson right here on WCMP's On Demand. Mayor, what's up, man? Hey, good morning, Josh, and Happy New Year. That's uh, Thanks for having me out again today. I guess it we're 21 days in the new year. I think we can we can let that one slide, can't we? Yeah. How, how often do we have to say, ha- when does Happy New Year become just the, the year? Well, for me talking to you, it's today because I haven't talked to you before today, before the new year came. So, Did you make sure to say, see you next year, the last time we saw each other? You have to go back to the audio. I, yeah, I doubt it. Well, I, I cannot remember. I guess that's the only the only way I would ever know is by listening back to that. I think it's on our uh, podcast thing or whatever. You can go to WCMPRadio.com and listen to that, and I'm sure this conversation will be out there as well when we're done with it. Oh, <laughs> let's talk some city stuff. I mean, you're back here. What's there to talk about? Well, um, we're just starting off a new year, and let's all hope that this year is a lot better than last year. Um, that said, for our small town, we've, we had a lot going on in midst of uh, the COVID crisis, which is still ongoing. But, you know, I think development is the key to sustainability in a community. And, you know, I just showed you a report of what happened in our town in the last year as a recap. So we had like 313 building um, applications or permits, um, about 58 planning and zoning permits, 155 uh rental registrations were sent out and uh, some right-of-way permits we had some housing programs which are still ongoing and uh, put a plug-in for that if you will we have the federal home loan bank program which we have um, we still have funding left and I would encourage people in the community um, in the city limits that's that's our that's our target area and it's wide open there and they're basically uh, forgivable loans you know, you have to go through the process of applying. It's not overly difficult, Josh. But we have four, we have four um, we have enough money for four more homes in our community. There's some that are, have already taken advantage of it, and the work's done or getting started. But I would I would encourage those in the community. It's it's up to twenty five thousand dollars. You can put a roof on your house. You can fix your windows. Um, there's all kinds of stuff you can do with these funds. But just reach out to. Uh, <clears throat> Leslie Sauter at uh, City Hall or Carissa um, Vogel, they could help guide you to the through the pathway. But um, we are on a shorter time frame for the grant op- grant period, and I think it's the end of this calendar year. <clears throat> so we need to get some applications in and uh, issue some uh, grant money so folks can improve their homes. And it could be a new homeowner, too, that maybe bought an older home that needs some updates. This is a great opportunity to access some resources to make some improvements. And then we have, uh, with the Lakes and Pines, they have the Small Cities Development Program. They have enough money left for uh, 11 homes. And they're tar- they have a more of a target area. And you can reach out again to uh, Nicole Koshner. I think I say that right, um, and she can give you that information, or you can contact City Hall. We know where the target areas are too. That is also a loan to grant, um, but I wouldn't let that scare somebody. It wouldn't scare me. I mean, it, basically, it's you got to stay in the home for five years, and it's forgiven. If it's not, it's prorated, and then you have to just pay that much back. And again, I think it's twenty five thousand dollars for those. So, anybody out there that's listening. Uh, it's a great opportunity, and I would hate to see somebody. I would hate to see us not be able to utilize 
all the resources that we got under these grants. You know, we they were competitive grants, and we got the funding, and uh, let's put it to use in our community. So that's that's kind of what's going on with those programs. We have a lot of other stuff going on. Um, Hilltop Cottages, which we've talked about more than once, that's well underway. There's, I would, you can drive up through Hilltop Cemetery and you can see what's going on back there. And they, I think they have all four foundations. Well, they, have, I think they have two for for sure, two structures up. So they're doing probably more inside work and finishing the outside. Um, there's still a ways to go, but there's going to be a total of four, and there'll be 39 units, and that'll be affordable living. So there'll be one bedroom and two bedroom homes, uh, or townhomes. I guess you call them townhomes. There's there's a number of divide 39 by four, and that's how many units are about in each building. But it's going to be a nice development. It, it looks nice, and uh, we're excited for that uh, to um, get completed. And we have a lot of um, local contractors, which means local work um, mm-hmm. for these contractors, and that helps our economy. So um, it's great that <clears throat> that the general or the, the developer went that route and sought out local contractors, which helps our community. And then another one, I guess there was a rumor going around. Um, we've been working with uh, Summit Development, and it's a, a development called Timber Pines, and we've talked about it before, up by the courthouse. 103-unit memory care or independent assisted memory care. Well, I guess there were some rumors going around town that that's not happening. That that's not the case. I mean, I, I think you. But didn't the sign come down or something? <clears throat> I think it fell down or no, they didn't. Well, that's going to start some rumors. <laughs> you don't I, think I started those rumors? I remember driving by and I saw that the sign wasn't there anymore. I'm like, oh, something must have happened. Josh, I'm, I'm not here to say you did it, but, you know, the rumor I, on the street is, I'm not going to say. <laughs> I, well, honestly, like, uh, I'm glad you said something because that's honestly what I thought is the sign was down, and I was like, you don't usually take the sign down unless something happened. So right. you're telling me right now it just fell down or it's, it, it, somebody took it down. I don't know how it came down. I'm not going to say I do, but um, I, I've driven by too, and I didn't see it up. But um, I did speak with a developer just last week. He called me, actually, and he had the rumor apparently had been passed on to, to him <clears throat> somehow. But anyway, he just wanted to assure us that they were um, committed to this project. You know, this they're going to go through the processes of a site plan, or the site plans there, but construction plans. And hopefully an early spring start on that project, which will be a big shot in the arm for our community. Another 103 units of um, living uh, space, which I've always said, you know, unless the market or the economy is really down, you know, growth begets growth. And these things can only help. And again, you know, with who they hire, with their uh, general, which is uh, CBS, I think it's called, Construction Building Services, I'm I'm sure and I'm hopeful that they'll have local contractors in the mix. Again, you know, providing jobs and and work close to home for the contractors in mm-hmm. our area. So that's exciting. Um, <clears throat> now we get into some really exciting stuff. I uh, I bet you know it's yeah. always super exciting with you. Um, I'll, you know, just wrapping up 2020 though, we had a great year. Uh, we did a lot of street stuff. We did um, we acquired some land through the EDA for the technology park. Um, we had a lot of building, as you saw, and permitting that went on during the during the during the year. Um, housing starts are part of that, and that's all good. We got uh, restaurants that are coming, um, and we won't mention any names. Okay, <clears throat> but um, 
I, I expect that they will certainly um, both come online. Uh, I'm really excited to see what's going on with the uh, the new renovated building down on Main Street across from in the in- intersection down by A&W. You're talking about the uh, the new Chubby's building? Yes. Um, that's really they're doing. That a, looks great. That great, looks great. Yeah, they're doing a great. Doesn't that job. look fantastic? I can't believe like that. Uh, that brickwork and they did and stuff like that. Yeah, Man, and you took a building that like you know has been empty and has been. It's it's funny how an empty building has been like a staple of that like corner for such a long time, and like I can't believe they were able to use some of the brick. Like they use like the building and like somehow remade it into like looking like a whole different building. That's going to look like a million dollar building when it's done. Yeah, that'll be exci- that's exciting. And mm-hmm. you know, it took a building that really was kind of a blighted yep. type building and to t- repurpose it. Um, so to the owner of that and those working on that, that's a <clears throat> that's that's going to be a, a nice structure, a nice nice uh, business for the community. Yep. So I'm excited. I'm sure everybody else is. Are you are you excited, Josh? I'm super excited. I, I love the way it looked. I saw too that um, under that federated that they did like a facelift on the front of their building as yeah, well. Yeah, they're. Yeah. I see that too. They're putting siding on all of their outside structures, yep. and uh, that looks really nice too. So and streets you know, looking nice, and we got nobody to thank but you, of course, Mayor. Oh yeah, I, it's all me. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, private industry and yeah. private private comp- private individuals doing. Uh, do, pursuing the American dream. Yeah, that's what it's all about. So wh- whatever we can do in the way as of As long as you stay them. out of the way, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Because you didn't get in the way. Well, we, we don't want to be a hindrance to any that's, development. That's all and, we can ask uh, for the government. We, we just have to try to follow some rules so that we got some, we, And we had that discussion before we got on air. But How you're ruining everything? Yeah. We <laughs> had that kind of yeah. Well, I wasn't quite like that, Josh, yeah. but I can appreciate that. <laughs> So um, anyway, 2020 was a great year uh, for the city as far as what's gone on outside of what we do as a city and what happens in our community um, from development development perspective and, and so on. So um, I'm hoping that 2021 will be a much better year. And I, I can go through a few things here. Um, I got some admin, fire committee, public works, uh, community development. We kind of talked about that and liquor store operations. So um, you know, the first year, the first meeting of the year is always kind of um, administrative stuff. We have to do a lot of resolutions each year for to support ongoing operations. So that was a big part of the first meeting. Um, we do have, we did have some other stuff that wasn't as exciting as that. But um, anyway, so we have 2020 audit prep that's going right, ongoing right now. So we'll start that process here in March, end of March is what I'm thinking. And we're working towards that end. Uh, we did acquire City Hall from the county, and that is now the city's building. And we also transferred, in kind of a like-type transaction, the uh, the compost and the uh, recycling area up across the the County 11 bridge. So the county has the they they own that property now. We own this property. Um, I got to say, what the county's done there is. Um, I wasn't quite sure how that all go, but it, they've really improved the site a lot, and it's um, <clears throat> it's they're open when they're open, and you, there's a lot of uh, ways to dispose of stuff that you know the different stuff mm-hmm. you can get rid of and so on. But uh, yeah, so I'm happy with how that turned out with the county and the city, and we as a city are happy that we were able to acquire the building, which takes us to the next step. We now we own it. 
so what do we do? And I think I mentioned last time I was here, we're going to have a lot of public input, which we've asked for and have had already. But we have to go into the planning phase now on what we're going to do. And clearly, we don't need all three floors. So what would that space look like? And I think the meetings will develop that concept. And then we got to figure out how we're going to attack it financially. <clears throat> so that'll be a big deal in 2021. For myself and the council, it's a high priority to to make it our own and, and take care of what needs to be uh, taken care of and figure out what best way to use space in there that we don't need. And with that, we also made some improvements through COVID, the COVID funding we got. And mm-hmm. I think I said before, we got like two, 245000 back in the fall. And we did um, expand all of the funding for many different departments and reported to the state. Um, so that's done. But part of that also was to improve our our ability to communicate with the AV platform. And that's right now in the process of getting installed. Um, money went into park and recs, money went into the fire department, um, administration, um, all kinds of things. So the money was put to good use and and uh, has been obligated. So that's, that's good. Uh, let's see what else we got going on. <clears throat> well, we're gonna be uh, hiring a, um, a, um, a treasurer. We have a vacant treasurer position. So look for something to come on that. We're going to do some internal um, structuring, restructuring, if you will, to uh, continue to bring more efficiency to operations. So there's a lot going on in the administration area, the behind the scenes that don't we don't you don't you don't see. But hopefully at the end of the day, it'll be a it'll be the right it'll be a good path forward, you know, to improve city operations. So we're excited about that. Fire Committee, um, we met here on the 12th of January. We're going to meet again on the 9th of February. We're working with the townships and the city of Rock Creek and Henriette to bring, um, <clears throat> hopefully, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that we can go into a two-year contract if we can uh, find an agreement on that. And the main reason for that, Josh, is we got a lot of capital equipment, very capital-intensive and, Please um, uh, enlighten me on what that means. So capital equipment means that the city's already invested a lot of money in equipment? Um, yeah, those two things. Well, one, yes, for sure. We have, we have a lot of capital assets uh, from real property now, um, being a courthouse, public works building, liquor store, library. Um, but we also have, a, we have to um, have equipment, you know, yep. tangible working equipment. So that capital equipment is in in every area, and just as a couple examples, um, big fire trucks, um, SCBA equipment, um, any equipment the firefighters need to take it out and, and do their job. Public works, we need we need to have trucks to plow the snow and uh, big equipment to move stuff and so on and so forth. But every department has capital, so. There's a big, and probably the most capital, the two most capital intents are clearly fire department, public works. And I want to say thanks right now to the townships and those two cities for their participation. I think we've had some really good meetings over the years, and we went into some contracts with some clarity, and we were able to jointly acquire capital equipment. So that's why I'd like to try to get us into a two-year contract because we need to replace uh, another tanker. And a few years back, actually it was right before I came mayor, became mayor, um, 
or right after that, we 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 acquired a, a brand new, basically a big semi chassis from the military through the state, and we had it we had it built out into number twenty eight tanker, and it, it's a it's a three thousand gallon water tanker, and we did it for about it was about I don't know three eighths the cost of of going out and buying one. So that's the path that we need to go again, and I think the committee believes in that, and we got a lot of bang for the buck. So that's one of the capital items that we need to acquire a chassis and then plan over two years um, with them to pay for it and get it built out and retire one of the tankers we have that's at the end of its life cycle. So we got that plus um, some other capital-intensive equipment um, that we would like to have in that contract for a two-year agreement. So with that, we'll have another meeting on the 9th. Uh, we're going to come back and talk about that again. And then um, at council, we'll ta- talk about where we're at with it also at our meeting next Thursday. Um, we are looking for firefighters. So if you're interested in serving in that volunteer capacity, um, please contact the fire chief or city hall, and they'll get you hooked up with an application. Um, it's like any of these public service jobs. You don't, we're not doing them, we don't do them for the money. It's not the reason you're doing it. It's just investing in your community and, and, a, and the personal sacrifice to help, to help the community in the ways that we can afford to do it. So, so with that, um, public works, we have a meeting on the 29th of this month, and um, we have uh, a new counselor, Kyle Palmer. He'll be on that committee. Uh, Kip Ryberg is on that committee. So um, he came on recently. So we have those meetings every month or two. I can't remember exactly right now. Um, haven't filled my calendar out for the year. But um, we're going to be talking about sidewalk repair and infill. Um, we, we do have money in our capital plan for that purpose and we're going to um, hopefully identify a target area of what we want to do this year with the money we have set aside and get out for bid um, to have that work done and get that done during the next you know concrete season and um, again we did a lot of street projects over the years and we need to look at what's next so I want, we're going to have a discussion on the uh, a potential 2021 project once we figure out we'd like to present to council we'll go there and then from there we'll talk to our financial advisors and see how it fits in our cash flow if you will through uh, our debt service <clears throat> but um there's some areas that i certainly would like to see improved um and uh, i know there's we're, we're kind of now moving towards that part of the town that's i would call west of main street which is a much older infrastructure, and that needs to be addressed. So we'll, we're, that's where I think future years are going to be um, targeted for repair when we can, or replacement of infrastructure when we can do it. So we also got water tower maintenance. We got to talk about <clears throat> keep our water tower. We're lucky to have two water towers. I remember back in the day when I wasn't mayor, um, I wondered why we needed two water towers. But with that, now I really understand how how lucky we are to have two because we have redundant systems. And when we take one offline for maintenance, we have the other one, and we have capacity for growth. So it's, 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 it's a good thing. But anyway, we have to put some money in to do that. We did spend a lot of money in the last number of years on mill and overlay through the community. Last year was like 190000 and that's not exact. I think it was like one eighty six. But 
and then the year before, I think it was 245. So we've put a lot of money, and then years before that was like 115. And this year we have a, a budget line item as part of the levy that everybody's paying for to do more mill and overlay. So we have about 115,000 for that that purpose. So we're going to be talking about that as well. I uh, we also back to capital. We talked about that a minute ago. We had an opportunity to acquire a two-stage snowthrower for our big, heavy, um, I don't know what the right, payloader-type machine. And the city, they were, they were asking 30000 for it, I, and I contacted them, and I, I said, well, how about twenty-five? And they said, okay. So we sent our crew down there to look at it, inspect it. Uh, a new one like this is 150000 and this one had um, low hours, and it had a lot of good maintenance done to it. So the and I, I was out just the other day with uh, a couple other folks to talk to the city crew, or the public works crew supervisor, and um, they're excited about it, and they say it's a really nice piece of equipment. And so luckily we, ha- we haven't had to use it. Well, it's really? like yeah, it's like insurance on a car, right? Or whenever insurance. you bu- whenever you buy it, you don't use it, type of thing. So right. that's like me. I bought my first snowblower this year that I've ever had in my life. I'm you, 33 years old, never used one, never had one before. Had it, no snow. You said that last time we met, and that's so true. But you know, it's an insurance policy. But the thing with this one is, and we are, we do have a, a snowblower for it, but it's a single stage, so it, it doesn't work very well to pick up heavy wet snow. And this is a dual stage blower um, that will will pick up those big um, loads of wet snow off the streets. So, yeah, maybe we don't use it, um, but we're not letting a hundred and fifty thousand dollar piece of equipment sit there not using it. We have one that's twenty five thousand um, that'll do the job just mm-hmm. as well. So, I think it was a a good fis- uh, fiscally responsible investment for the community. Um, park and rec, real quick. We funded a plan for a park uh, plan. We funded park and recs for a park plan, and a company called MSA a Consultant is working with us on that, and that'll that'll help us direct where as resources um, should go based on availability of funds to improve our parks even more. Um, we have Stacy O'Rourke, who's been on about a year now as our park and rec director. She's done been doing a great job. And uh, brought a lot um, more, hand, not hands-on, but just more dedicated time, um, being as a full-time position. And um, there's been a lot of, there's a lot of uh, things you can look at on the website as to what she did this last year through her, uh, with her department. So a lot going on there. And part of that, too, was the hilltop, the warming house, which you've, I'm sure you've seen it, right, Josh? I haven't, actually. Oh, we should go for a ride. We I'll should. <laughs> I, I have. I honestly haven't seen it yet. Well, that was that was uh, not. That's not a. We have the we have the Hilltop Park, which is mm-hmm. the cities, but clearly there's a lot more involved there. Um, you got the Civic Center. You got the Pine City Youth Hockey, um, and the school. We there's a kind of a collaboration in a way, but this group has worked diligently and hard to bring a plan to reality. And there's a beautiful new warming house up there, and they have a longer-term plan, which I think I spoke of before, for developing that park for many purposes. So um, the city did uh, invest thirty grand last year towards that project, and we have that amount built in for this year and for a couple years and forward of that. I don't have my I don't have that committed to memory, but 2021 we have another thirty grand invest or um, dedicated in our capital plan. So that's investing in our community to provide uh, amenities for many different purposes throughout the year. So we're, um, we're all excited about that. 
uh, EDA last year, they did acquire about 40 acres of more of land to expand the tech park. Now that's a long-term plan. Um, acquisition of the property is one thing. It's north of Fawn Meadows, which is north. It's kind of across on the east side of where the um, county courthouse is. But it's a, about a 40-acre piece of property up there that um, they acquired. And up there we also have um, a development called Fawn Meadows, which was like Cross Lake Preserve, um, was ongoing and happening. And then 2008 came around and everything stalled. Well, that pro- that, that development never got back on its feet and we as the city clearly understand that we need more property for developing homes our cross lake preserve is getting pretty well built out which is great which is a great thing you know more 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 people in our community more homes and so on so um with the hra which i'm the chair of we've talked about what 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 do we need to do and we specifically to get that development started again so there's there's a shared interest there, and the EDA is in a, it's a, it'll be talked about at EDA um, next week, but there's a shared interest there to do something. Um, the tech, the EDA has a tech park that's north of there. We have a city um, utility loop that isn't complete. We have a housing, we have a um, area that's per, that's um, designated as housing development. And we have infrastructure that needs to go in there. So there's, it's, it, for me, I see it as a five-year plan. <laughs> but we need to invest now into what it is to figure out what we need to do tomorrow or next year. And then um, muster the, the uh, commitment from each party. And then <clears throat> follow a pathway to get it, that housing development back on track. So that that's exciting, but it um, it's going to take some time. You know, I'm kind of impatient at times. I like to, if I have a project, I like to get on it, get it done, and move on. But this one's going to take a, a little longer view. And uh, with the HRA strategic plan, it's clearly indicated as one of their pillars as to what it is um, they want to achieve in the community. So more to follow on that, and. Um, Lastly, I want to just end with the liquor store, um, and I want to. I talk about this for the purpose of what our municipal store does for our community. You know, they they have uh, cash and or they have sales that generate revenues in excess of uh, um, needs for operations. But what they also do is they dedicate a lot of resources towards the city, and it's uh, used for every department um, from parks to public works so last year good bad or otherwise um, the covid experience i think has enhanced not only our operations but also probably many around the country so we did exceed our sales uh, significantly um, well and our net revenue for last year was over four hundred thousand. So there's there's cash requirements that we they have, but there's also now um, revenue that we can use as part of the capital, and that's typically how it goes from the uh, liquor store, and then it goes into the cap plan that we we review and approve, and then those resources can be used for improving many different things in the community. So, Josh, that's kind of long and short of what I got this morning. Um, I don't know if you have any other questions. I'm here for you. 
Well, I don't have any questions on air, I guess. But, uh, Mayor, I appreciate you stopping on by, giving us the what's up for 2021. And we'll probably talk to you next month. Absolutely. And, again, thank you, Josh, for having me out. No have problem. Have a great day. You have been listening to a Q Media Group production.